Welcome, everyone, to the Friday edition of the Markets and Mortgages podcast. I am your host, Tyler Crawley, as always. And this is actually a really good Friday edition, not only because we're actually doing it. I think we missed the first Friday of the podcast, and my brain is never going to let me forget that. So we got the podcast done, (laughs) but also because we got a three-day weekend ahead of us. So I will not be here on Monday, and I hope you're not here on Monday. I hope you're out enjoying your three-day weekend, but we'll be back on Tuesday. But like I said, enjoy the break, especially if you're someone that works in the real estate industry, because it is crazy times, no doubt about that. Now, before we officially turn off and go into weekend mode, let's talk about some business Talk about some business that happened yesterday, or at least some data from our industry yesterday, and that was from the National Association of Realtors. They released their April data on pending home sales, and what do you think? Up, down? Yeah, of course, down. (laughs) Does anyone think that it was going to go up? And all data has been pointing to it, of course, being down. Now, it was only down 4.4%, which isn't bad. I don't think it's bad. Some other... Data is down 10%. So 4.4, we'll take that. Now, on a year-to-year basis, so that's 4.4% month over month. Year over year, astronomical jump, 51.7%. But as always, disclaimer, that was kind of not in the heart. Well, actually probably was right there at the worst part of the lockdown when nothing was happening. So yeah, not surprising the year over year jump. Also surprising, or I should say, but what was surprising, that was the transition I was going for, but what was surprising was that one of the regions actually did see an uptick. So they break down the regional data, and the Midwest actually was up 3.5% month over month. Very surprising. Uh, Year over year, uh, shocker, 39.4%. April 2021 compared to April 2020. Now, the rest of the regions... They were all down. The West had the smallest drop at 2.6%. The South fell 6.1%. And the Northeast, biggest decline, which I'm kind of shocked by because what was interesting about the data is that year over year, the Northeast was up 100% or almost 100%, 96.5%. That's just like a crazy jump. And we all know why, right? Who was moving to the Northeast right after COVID started. (laughs) No one was moving there. So yeah, 100% increase year over year makes sense. But what I'm kind of surprised by is month over month. I mean, a lot of the data we've seen, the Northeast is a pretty hot place. I mean, we're seeing a ton of appreciation there. And so I don't know, maybe it's just the inventory is that tight. Maybe because of the appreciation, it's pricing people out. I'm not sure, but I was kind of surprised the Northeast was the biggest drop. So, I, but, but the biggest surprise was the Midwest actually being up. And so why is that? Well, Lawrence Yun, who is the National Association of Realtors Chief Economist, he had a hypothesis on why the Midwest is seeing growth. He said, quote, some buyers from the expensive cities in the West and Northeast who have the flexibility to move and work from anywhere could be opting for a larger sized home at a lower price in the Midwest. Not a bad theory. I mean, definitely possible. However, I would think the South then would also be seeing some of that benefit. I mean, as someone that lives in the South, yeah, (laughs) that's where people are moving from is the Northeast. So, I mean, if you're moving from, like I said, the Northeast 
or, or, or the West, as they're saying, you would think the South would be the place to go. Now, obviously, if you're in the West, the Midwest is closer. So I get that. But I don't know. Uh, to me, it seems like the South would be seeing some of that. But it's possible. I mean, it's hard to predict and say what exactly is happening in this in this housing market. I would think that maybe it's just they don't have the same inventory levels. Like the Midwest was kind of late to the party with regards to um, this housing boom. And so maybe they just have more inventory. That is Tyler Crawley's hypothesis. So uh, let's see, Lawrence Young and Tyler Crawley can have a debate. But that would be my theory is that they were a little later to the party. You know, the South was really kind of first out of the gate when everyone in the Northeast was like, we're out of here. And so I'm wondering if the Midwest is benefiting from not having the inventory problems that other, I mean, they're still having them, but just not as bad as we are. So that's my hypothesis. Now here's some good news for everyone out there. Anyone in the real estate industry or, or if you own a home, this is some good news for you. If you haven't already refied, it's always amazing to me. So I used to do a radio show and my boss now, David Massione used to come on the show and we, I think we, eight years, I think I had him on the air. And it always amazed me that the entire time we'd be doing the show, rates were just insanely low. And we would always talk about refining and refinancing and refinancing. And I was always amazed that like five years of him after you know being on the show, he would still get calls, people saying that they wanted to refi. And I was always amazed that like, why didn't they do it right away <laughs> like, well, and maybe they just their job situation wasn't at a place where they could do a refi i'm not sure but i was always amazed that there are people out there and when you look at the data there's like millions of people who have interest rates over three percent and so it's like why didn't you refi during the refi boom well here's the good news if you are one of those people because mortgage rates have dropped under three percent again so last week they jumped to three percent and now they are under 3%. This all according to the latest data from Freddie Mac, who says the 30-year fixed is averaging 2.95%. The 15-year fixed is averaging 2.27%. Both are down from the week before and down from last year at the same time. So this is great news for everybody. <laughs> if you're in the real estate business, if you own a home, and you, have, you didn't take advantage, now you can take advantage because we are seeing the average mortgage rate drop below 3%. So there's, there's, there's still the possibility for the refi out there. So take advantage of it if you're someone who is in that situation. Who knows how long this will last? No one knows what's going on with rates. Who knows what the Fed might do? Who knows what might just happen with the markets? We don't know. Watch the 10-year. It is... Hard to figure it out. So if you're in a situation where you're on the fence, definitely lean to refining before rates go above 3% and stay there. And before we officially are done for the week and can head into the weekend, I also wanted to let you know about the weekly jobless claims that continued their fall. So this has been, I think there was one report that was underwhelming where there weren't as many uh it didn't drop as much as they thought but there's never been um a report that went up and this is i'm talking about the weekly jobless claims not the uh monthly jobs report two very different things 
but also a pretty good indicator of what is happening with the job market. And so this week, claims were at 406 thousand a drop of 38,000 and man we are getting close to being under 400,000 the four-week moving average was 458,000 a decrease of 46,000 from the previous week now that being said the total number of continued claim benefits across the country in all the programs that are available is still 15.8 million and I gotta tell you something I didn't notice kind of a trend usually when you look at the state data it's all over the place like you got some states in this region some states in that region just it's all over the place not this week uh so the states with the largest increases were new jersey washington minnesota west virginia and rhode island now west virginia that's considered the south right to some extent even though it's like pretty far north. I think it is considered the south, at least north of us. And so the one thing I took away from that is I was like, man, those are all northern states. Those are all states. Now, I understand, you know, Washington is not considered a northern state. It's out west. So I understand that. But the reason that that caught my eye was because the states with the largest declines were Georgia, Kentucky, Texas, Michigan, and Florida. So besides Michigan, four of the five states are in the south. And then I looked at the states with the largest increases and I was like, oh man, they're besides West Virginia, which like I said, is north of us. <laughs> they're all in the north. And you have to wonder if you know, we saw this push after that bad monthly job, you know, that, that jobs report that was so underwhelming and everyone said it's because of unemployment benefits. And all of these red states came out, even in North Carolina, Governor Cooper's like, yeah, you're gonna have to show that you're looking for a job otherwise you lose your benefits. All of those changes happen in Southern states. So I can't say I was too surprised by that. It was the first time really that I've seen a clear difference between the increases and decreases. Usually it's always kind of a mix. In this case, nope. And so you got to wonder what role those policy changes played. I, I would bet probably a big one. Even even if they don't take if they don't take effect right away, there's still sort of a, a mental component, a psychological component where people are like, "Oh, they're cracking down. Time to go back to work." Kind of uh, an attitude there. All right, we got to go. We're gonna keep it short and sweet, so you guys enjoy your three day weekend. Also, make sure you don't forget why we get the three day weekend Memorial Day. Remember the people who fought and died for this country to remain free. Don't forget that as well. You guys have a great weekend, all three days. Enjoy them. We'll see you back here on Tuesday. And remember, do not wait to buy real estate. Buy real estate and wait.